Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Good Up Podcast, also known as whose favorite podcast is it this week? Yo, daddy and his best friend. I've said your mom, your dad, your brother, everybody's favorite podcast. Um, We have the episode, we're recording the episode today that I have been waiting to record since I started this podcast, but for some reason could never find anyone who had a valid perspective on this topic or besides me who could actually speak to what I want to talk about today. So I'm so excited because I follow this this wonderful guest. His name is Kalik and he's I'm going to let him introduce himself, but I found him on TikTok and I don't often find openly bisexual black men on social media who speak to their experiences. He speaks on mm-hmm. a number of things on his TikTok, but I rarely find, again, openly bisexual black men openly speaking on the bisexual experience. So we have this Let's Talk About Sex series, but for me, Let's Talk About Sex is bigger than just sex. and The act of sex, yeah. yeah. So we haven't done a good enough job, in my view, of talking about things like sexuality, gender identity, things like that on the podcast. But for me, it's because I need to have people who can speak on their own perspectives. I don't just speak from the outside looking in. So anyway, say all that to say today's episode is about bisexuality. I'm the resident bisexual on the podcast, but I wanted to make sure that we also have the black male perspective on this episode. So with that, Kalik, please introduce yourself to the Good Up audience. Tell us who you are, what you do, what you about, and welcome. What's up, what's up? Um, I'm Kalik. I'm a senior, finally finishing this degree at Cornell University. Awful school, but great opportunity. You know, that's the Ivy League in a nutshell. Um, Yeah, I'm a human development major, um, so really just study people. Um, And I think even before I got into to that shit you know like just the experience of being black and queer is just like its own experience and like nobody talks about it so being able to finally have the language to speak about my experiences and like have people understand it I think is like the most important part of like this like four years of hell so and I love how you said like oh like bad school (laughs) (laughs) no because they'd be like oh Ivy League and I'm like no they're like racist like yeah yeah like let's be clear (laughs) yeah I I went to Syracuse for grad which is not an Ivy League school but people were like oh Syracuse and I was like girl it's trash don't (laughs) it's just a degree like yeah yeah it's just a hyped up you know school but whatever (laughs) but congratulations because that's dope and yeah hello yeah finishing a degree in 2022 when the world is going to shit is like yeah awesome so congratulations to you on that um and yeah i think what i want to start with is did you in your experience did you have to come out i'm not going to ask when did you come out because some people don't even have to come out so did you have to announce to the world or share with anyone that you were bisexual is this something you realized later on in life was this early on Definitely something I realized later on in life because, you know, I definitely always liked women. And that was always the interesting thing because I know a lot of my gay friends, like, they said, like, they knew they liked men from, like, jump. It did not start happening to me until middle school. Uh, but coming from a Caribbean household, like, especially my dad, super homophobic, like, there was no ability to even, like, accept that as an answer. So it took me a long time to even accept that I was there having those thoughts. Um, but did I have to come out? I feel like in a way it was sort of inevitable. And, and this is this is more in part because of, of how emotionally expressed my mother was. Like she's very like, very big on love. Um, and my dad is, he, he's a Caribbean dad. Um, so <laughs> he's not Not like, sad. <laughs> he's not super <laughs> affectionate, not super loving. And, you know, he thinks like being provided, the provider is like, you know, like the, the biggest thing he has to be. And so, because he wasn't super like present and, you know, like, 
my foundations and stuff like I was very emotionally expressive as a kid and I've always been very emotionally expressive yeah I was going along with women pretty well um and so when I got to high school I always had like I had a, I had a lot of female friends as well and then it was to the point where I like I'm the type of I'm like a lover boy so like if I had like a crush on a girl I'd be like um like obsessed with her I'd be like you know the unrequited love thing like writing poems like in my book <sighs> shit but like that wasn't that wasn't it back then so like it's still not it to some people (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) if you had if you have all female friends and you were very expressive and you were a black man at that like it was over like like, you could not be straight like there's just no way um (laughs) but back then i actually went to a school that um didn't have a super amount of uh, black people in New York City, like it's mostly people of color, but like my school is mostly like Hispanics and Asians. I had like I think it was like eight percent black people in my first year. Um, I had a lot more black people in my classes, but then they started putting me in honors and AP classes, and you know how they do that. So I was maybe one of like five or six when we got to tenth grade, but it wasn't actually until end of ninth grade that I realized we like really started to accept that I like men, and you can thank Jamal for that um there was an episode of empire and he he had bet his fucking his man over his his dad's desk and i was like yeah yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i love that that yeah. was like the the bisexual yeah. awakening yeah. of like oh i like so this. you just proved what all the the homophobes been saying we need to stop letting gay- <laughs> the gay agenda is working it's, yeah, working. Is real. it's working over time like wow <laughs> Yeah, I when people be like, oh, stop putting that gay shit on TV and other people be like, oh, that didn't make anybody gay. I'm like, it didn't make me gay, but it made me think about some shit. It was nice to have that representation, I bet. I think that's really what it was, was seeing like, oh, wait, what I've been feeling is real and it's something that I want. Yeah, it is is wild, too, because like like it's so not talked about in black families and like everybody mm. knows everybody knows in like in your family if you have like a gay child you have a gay like family member they just don't talk about it and yeah. so the funny thing is to not see that on tv is like maybe it just doesn't exist and like to the extent where like my my house is super femphobic like i wasn't very feminine growing up like i was super expressive i was super you know nice i was super i had a lot of like female friends but like feminine like that was something that like wasn't really in my vocabulary something i'm still exploring now mm. and so like to see like a lot of, especially a lot of my gay friends and a lot of gay men in general who like were exclusively gay exclusively feminine early on and that's something you can't just change like and then seeing that on screen with jamal it was like like yeah this makes sense like like that kind of violence i could definitely see myself like happening to me if i if i was feminine back then not to say like i wanted to be or not to say that i i like couldn't be but if I was like I know it would be like Jamal but um even then like I didn't really start like like telling people until like the beginning of sophomore year and this is actually what had happened sophomore year I told uh, one of my um best friends at the time she was a sophomore and she told a few of her friends and a few of her friends told a few friends and by next week everybody was asking me so it was just like yeah I guess and then um yeah that was that was it um, and I it didn't even take it took me a really long time to really like realize that I was like being outed. But like um she was really close to me. She was the first person I actually met that was by. That was actually right around the time during um the Supreme Court um legalizing gay marriage in the US. And mm-hmm. so like she was so like proud about herself. She actually wrote my one of my essays about her, my college essays. And like that's when I realized it was a thing because like gay, it was always gay and straight. Like and mm-hmm. then her, like so it's just so funny to have somebody who was so inspiring to me also be so detrimental to my like my development yeah but you know like everything happens for a reason you know I've I've been able to have these conversations for so long because I've been out for so long but being out was not easy it, it was not in high school especially yeah I the concept of being outed I think so many straight people don't get like how yeah. horrible it is because it's like nobody came into your house and like walked up to your parents and was like hey your daughter's straight like by the way she likes right me so for for you to just take it upon yourself to share that information about something so personal to somebody else with everybody knowing that it could bring them harm especially for black men it can literally bring them harm to be outed um in our community like it's it's crazy it's a part of the reason even though my experience is slightly like different it it is different as a bisexual woman but like i did not come out or just formally say hey i'm bisexual until what two years ago Deidre? 
it was, yep, like a blog it was post. about two yeah it was like two or three years ago <laughs> three like, is a stretch let me, let me just write about it fuck it and i was yeah. already like in a long-term relationship with a man like i came out when i knew i was in a sick sort of safe accepting space mm-hmm. um and it yeah, was because yeah, yeah it, it was because that like caribbean upbringing right because what? i had seen my family be so like negative towards homosexuality yeah. or you know of, of queerness of any kind like caribbean people are like horrible to queer people we know yeah. everybody back home has like that gay family member who they accept or they they're a part of the family but they talk about them in like a very separate way yeah right? and they make them sound like some sort of a plague is upon yeah. them like almost yeah <laughs> it's yep. really weird yeah. so it's I, like I, not to I, honest to them it's really like wow like there's something wrong with that boy that, that one yeah, is touched like, that one is touched <laughs> yeah like this this person is somehow like you know they they special they're not like they're unique <laughs> they're the one person in the family who just went left and i'm just like if you only knew how many more people in this family mm-hmm. are gay but okay, like I have an openly, um, openly gay first cousin, right? And she is not just openly gay; she is a stud. She has always dressed in a very oh, masculine I love that. way, <laughs> and my family treats like they love her to her face. But the way that they talk about her, so they separate her, the person, and her gayness, right? They'll talk about her like, oh yeah, she was at the family reunion thing, but let her bring a girlfriend to the family then it's all of a sudden oh she brought that girl da, da, da. you know she's a lesbian and she's this so imagine <laughs> knowing because i i've known i was bisexual for a long time yeah. okay i had that similar awakening but it was like cartoons and shit right like i was like why miss incredible so thick like, <laughs> like why why do i enjoy this <laughs> so just noticing things from when i was little like i knew that i have just straight up equal attraction to boys and girls men and women like there was no difference for me right Mm. and then when i started getting older i kind of was like okay well i can't talk about this openly because i noticed none of my other friends feel this way about other women they only feel this way about guys um so i obviously you know kept that to myself but one of my first like i guess experiences with women was actually with a very close friend of mine when i was younger i don't know that she's out i don't know that she's bi but we liked each other and we expressed that like towards each other and it was very private but i knew i was bi when i was young still there was never that space right because i knew my mother loves me to death i don't know that my mother would love having a bisexual daughter who was out at that age at, at that time my dad absolutely fucking not like pentecostal caribbean yeah you name it no, it was not going to happen. So, yeah. yeah. But Deidre, I have a question for you because I don't want you okay. to be left out of the conversation. As the I don't resident, feel left out at all. <laughs> as the resident straight person. Has there ever been a period of time where you questioned your sexuality? Um, I don't think I've ever questioned my sexuality, but every day I say, wow, I wish I could choose my sexuality because if I could, I would absolutely choose to be gay. Like I would never choose to be attracted to these straight men. Like, so I don't, I've never questioned it. I'll say there have been times where I fantasize about like threesomes, but then I think of all the bodily fluids involved and I'm like, no, ew, can't do it. (laughs) Too many people at once. I can't do that. Um, And I also just can't see myself being sexual with a woman, but I wish I could because Lord knows I would be so So, much happier in life. (laughs) So you are the proof that there is no way that this is a choice because- Oh no, I wish too. <laughs> yes, I I listen, that's my argument. Anytime like any anytime I've been involved with somebody romantically, especially who said anything, you know, men, especially straight men, straight black men at that, not all because you know how y'all like to tussle. You know, they love to somehow bring up con- somehow it always comes up. Their homophobia always comes creeping out. Mm-hmm. And my simple response to them is I don't think you understand how homosexuality or bisexuality or any of that stuff works. Because if you did, you would know that they're born this way. And I can assure you that if I could choose my sexuality, I would not be attracted to you, sir. Like I've told men, like, if I could choose my sexuality, I would not choose straight. Why? Why would I set myself up for failure like that? What? No. Um, yeah. And that just ends the conversation right there. Um, I also find myself wondering, and I always ask them this too, not even just men, but just people who don't understand it. 
why do you think anybody would choose a life of oppression? Like we already can't choose the fact that we're black. We can't choose the fact that we're women or what have you. Why would anybody choose to be oppressed? Because gay people, bisexual, all the members of the community go through hell. Why would they choose that for themselves? You don't think everybody would be in a closet or gayness wouldn't exist if you could choose your sexuality. But, but and, and again, if we could choose, why would we date straight men? I... Why are we dating? Why are we dating? Like y'all are not the cream of the crop here. In my in my opinion, bisexual men are. But you know, I mean, yeah, I'm but... I I am married to a straight man. I want to be open with this, and I love my husband very much. But really? bisexual men really are up there. Top for tier, me. top tier. Yeah, for sure. Because so, and this is another layer of the conversation. And and Kalik, I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. A big part, so we talk a lot about straight men when it comes to homophobia and biphobia, right? But a big population of people who perpetuate biphobia are straight women. In our community, it's okay, straight black it. women. Oh, yes, so, let's talk about it, honey. And I really want to talk about that because for me, the reason, a part of the reason I haven't been out is because like that stereotype, right? That bisexual women are promiscuous bisexual women women are not monogamous for black bisexual men i feel it's even worse it, yeah you can't you're straight that's like yeah y'all can't be bi you're yeah. you, the, the minute you express any type of attraction to a man your attraction to a woman doesn't count like it yeah. disappears so have you experienced that like and i i know you probably have but have you experienced that like straight up biphobia like those types of of conversations it's like the actual funniest thing because um in high school that like again like i was i was in a lot of honors ap classes and they didn't have a lot of black people in there so there wasn't a lot of black people um to like but i was out since sophomore early so like for the most part uh, almost throughout high school people did not like like girls did not like me it was like so wild like they just saw me as like the gay best friend and it wasn't until like the last year actually i had a boyfriend my last year from high school and we dated a pretty long time when we ended and then like when we were graduating like these girls started telling me how they had a crush on me da, 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 da. And it was like it's like it was it was literally a stigma to like a bi man at that time so it was like that was soft that was senior high school it was 2018 we we've made a little bit more progress since then then i get to college and it's it's even worse because like now I'm around black people, but then also around black people who have the same beliefs, same like values, same things that we've grown, all grown up with. Even even if you don't have them yourself, you grown up around them. And so it was so like strange because like even especially in Cornell, like um, being an attractive black man, like you're you're like on everybody's radar. And like niggas do not be cute. Like let's, let's just be real. They like, do not. I can tell if a nigga is cute, and most of them do not. So they be paying attention to me. But then they hear me speak, and it's like, oh, uh, I was giving friend. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I can tell you, I can tell you right now, maybe half of the black women there at my school that have have like had those thoughts, or outwardly, some of them said they would never date a bad man, have hit on me. So that's that's the real funny shift that like I saw happen. Um, and then I just had to, to realize, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, I, I really don't. And it took so long to get there because for the longest time I was looking for their validation. Mm. And that was the issue because at the, the, the time, their only spotlight was on these straight men that were treating them like shit. And I was like, why would I want to be like a straight man that they treat them like shit? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. And so I just stopped being that. Damn. I'm glad you brought up the fact that they were out here caping for the straight men who were treating them like shit. Because <laughs> Me too. I had like that's my question for biphobic straight black women. Like Yeah. What wh like first of all, I need people to know that your preferences are homophobic. The reason you don't want to date my bi yep. men is like it's all rooted in homophobia. It's right? always homophobic. I don't think I've ever met a straight, especially, and we're speaking on black people, right? I don't think I've ever met a straight black woman who, when, asked, when faced with the question, would you be with a bisexual man? They always pretty it up with the politically correct answers. Uh, of, the homophobia jumps have, the fuck out. Yeah, I don't have anything against people in that community and blase, blase, but I just couldn't see myself being with one. Okay, why? And then they, when you really back them into a corner, I've heard some really vile things come out of the mouths of people. And I'm just like, you just don't know how it works and that's fine. Yeah. So why, yeah, like just say you don't understand 
and move on. But yeah. to then demonize people and make it like, oh, a lot of women, they like to say, oh, I can't compete with a man. And it's like, you're not meant to compete with men. But this is the issue that go goes back to bisexuality, right? That idea of promiscuity. So they always associate it with sex, right? Okay. Sex and sexuality are two different things. There are people who are attracted to a certain sex that it does it has nothing to do with the the sexual act at all right mm -hmm. um so it goes back to that idea that bisexual people are prom promiscuous so there's that assumption like you said those women say oh i can't compete with a man why if you are in a monogamous relationship would you have to compete with another exactly man? why would you have to it doesn't mean that just because i like both people that i'm fucking both people at the same time that's a lot of work okay that's, that's another thing too because you will be in a monogamous relationship with your straight man <laughs> Say it. times and making babies. Yep. Right? And making and babies. babies. Let's making talk about babies. It. We know how widely held that shit is. Like, I know you do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every single black man you look up to has at least two, three baby mamas, has at least cheated on their wife once, maybe divorced twice. Like, come on now. <laughs> but even then, like, that's such a good point. Like, Y'all talk about, oh, I don't want to compete with somebody else. Just because this person is bisexual, that automatically means they're going to be fucking me and this other person at the same time. No. Like, you've dated straight people who were fucking other people at the same time as you. Exactly. Probably gave you a STD. Probably had a baby on your ass. Yep. And Let me ask you guys something. It's gross because they're bisexual. Like, not... I, I, I'm so happy I get to ask you guys this because I remember being on, you know, I avoid that toxic place like the plague um, clubhouse. I was on clubhouse recently and there was a conversation that was being had about the same thing, bisexuality and whether or not women would be with a man that's bisexual or what have you. I don't even know how the conversation came up. That's how chaotic it tends to be over there. But anyway, so I literally just asked, is anybody in this room bisexual? First of all, is there anybody bisexual who can speak to the bisexual experience? Crickets. Okay, bet. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that just because somebody is bisexual doesn't mean that they're in like that their only interest is having both a man and a woman as a partner. I'm pretty sure that when bisexual people are in a relationship, it's probably a more meaningful relationship because they've not chosen you based on their sexual experience with you only, but also by, based on your personality. Because if they're equally attracted to men and women and they're with you, that speaks a lot about you. Like you must be the fucking shit if somebody that's bisexual settles down with you. Does, am I wrong for asking, for feeling that way? Like, isn't, is that how it works? I think it definitely is part of it. Um, but also the social context is very important because mm -hmm. um, with men, it's like um, bisexual men. They like they almost don't want to want it to be known that they, they they sleep with men because that automatically cuts out a lot of the dating pool. With women, it's usually they're fetishized, and so mm -hmm. like a threesome or but it doesn't mean like they're, they're cut out of the dating pool, which makes it a yeah. whole different thing. But also, like with men in general, our men are so bold, so forward, so um, like it's it's a socialization for for us to be reaching out to the woman, to the man, to whatever that you will always have men in your line. It does not matter. Like if you are attracted to men, men will be on your line. Mm -hmm. And so that alone, like is such a, such a context to like to, to bring in because with women, especially for me and, and when I, which I didn't realize until last year, my ADHD, like it's so hard for me to reach out to people. <laughs> like, like I'm going to be honest. And like the, the expectations for me to do that when I've just never like really done that in my life. Like, and then when I do, like, I'm just a horrible texter. Like all these things that I realized were my ADHD, like, are also like attributed to me just being a bad man, like like of what a man is supposed to be. Yeah, you are absolutely right. Like in terms of just the difference, right? So for me, anytime I express or anytime I used to share with someone, especially a man that I was bisexual, the first question I used to get was, "Can I? Can we have a threesome?" And That's I was so like, sick. first of all, I told you I was bisexual. I didn't say that I wanted a threesome. Um, second of all, uh, sure, can you bring a guy? Because I would love to have an MMF threesome. Like, that's always my response. Anytime a man has ever asked me for a threesome, I ask him if he can bring his boy. And you see the conversation change. And I'm like, what What? what made you think that I wanted a, a threesome with two women? Like, why can't yeah. I have two guys? It was Yeah. Let me ask you guys something. I'm so glad you brought that up, Heather. Because it was something that was in my heart to ask. But I was like, I will go based on the conversation. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, there has. <laughs> Remember, I mentioned that I fantasized <laughs> about threesomes before. 
Mm-hmm. I would more likely see myself in a threesome with two dudes, but two bisexual dudes. Ooh. I don't know. I've always wanted yes. that for myself. Yes. This, this came up because one day I was minding my black ass business Ooh. and I was scrolling on the interwebs. I don't know what site I was on, but all I saw was this video of these two black men. They were gorgeous. It was like a room full of dudes. Obviously they were gay, but they were making out and that shit was so hot. I was like... <laughs> First of all, first of all, gay, 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 and bisexual porn is the best porn Let's there is. About okay. These dudes Let's were so fine. So I was many, like, I know so many of my female friends said they watch it. And I was like, y'all really watch it? And I'm yeah. like, it was so yeah. fucking hot. They were so fine. They took such good care of themselves. They had, they clearly go to the gym. They were oiled up. Yeah. They're fi- they clearly had just gone to the barbershop, honey, and they were fine. That gorgeous gay, smiles. And gay I didn't and bisexual know- porn. Top I didn't know I didn't know what I was because I was minding my business I was on like Instagram or some shit and first I see just this room full of gorgeous men that are shirtless it didn't even occur to me that they were attracted <laughs> to each other I'm just thinking oh yes honey and then two of them looked at each other smiled and kissed and I was like oh, what the fuck I was like where do I find them like <laughs> that's 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 my shit right there first of all <laughs> Like, okay, so being open and honest, right? Because I'm 29 years old. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about what no, I say on this podcast. Going over here. I've had a threesome. It was with two men. It was with two straight men. It was the most boring fucking thing I've ever experienced. Girl, I would not. Ne- First of all, sex with straight men is a fine Ooh, line. You gonna do it, it with two of them? It would never. It was like, okay, regular sex with this guy regular sex with the other guy like they're you just leave drained i imagine and they were so focused on their own pleasure and i'm like i am the center of the universe or i should be the center of this universe right here because i am the only woman in this room why are you just like interacting they probably were so nervous about looking at each other's they they were so afraid of accidentally touching each other and i was like (laughs) that would i would end that shit (laughs) <laughs> i was like what the fuck and then the next day you should they, they were so excited they thought it was the best thing i was like that was the and then because i couldn't that's what i say they're gonna brag to their boys about it it doesn't even matter what how they had the experience was it could be the worst sex of day life your life everybody involved and it'll be like yeah girl yeah you know we had this girl da, 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 da. and that's what matters to them that's really what matters yes to them. because and, and, and the so thing lame. is like you if you hear me if you or if you hear the reactions to how straight men respond when they find out that i've had a threesome with two straight men it's like oh it wasn't a threesome it was, it was a, train. a train i'm like first of all it you could have called it a train if i came at least once Maybe I would let you call it a train, but okay. I did. So right. why are we here? Why are we here? Um. Anyway, yeah, and I was. Damn. Granted, I was young. Have you forgiven yourself for that? You probably were really mad at yourself for that for a long time. Um. A part of me is kind of proud that I did it because I like. I made it like I was the person who kind of took charge and was like, I want to do this thing, like whatever. But I, I, yeah, I regret it because I was like, I did not. I did not you enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, from experience, right? My dream, and I'm already married. I'm in a monogamous relationship. So this might have to be a, just a fleeting dream. My dream is a, like a bisexual threesome with bi men because I want to see that interaction. Like there's nothing about that that's unattractive or repo- like yeah. I love bi men. So yeah, just the conversation. When I hear women say, oh, that's just a preference for me. But like, I can hear the disgust in your voice, girl. Yeah. It is homophobia. Like, yeah. just say the, that it is. The crazy thing is literally it's just socialization. Like, it's literally all has been taught to be disgusted by it. Like, right. for your pleasure. Straight women, most of the time, they have to, like, talk to, like, queer women, queer people to realize they're not actually having fun. <laughs> queer people have fun. Like, I believe it. Come on, like I'd be like, straight people, are y'all okay? Like, actually, we're not. All, like, it's very good over here. It's it's not y'all are having like less sex than like everybody, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's so ghetto over here. Like, it's so ghetto. Like, oh my God. It's so right. ghetto. That's another thing. And then the few straight men that actually can put it down are whores. 
okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you get their horse I'm just yeah. gonna say it that's like- so that's the thing that gets me is that hypersexuality is so like closely associated with bisexual people but straight people refuse to acknowledge how hypersexual they are y'all yeah. be fucking everything that moves but because i like two sexes black people so like we like we as a community know how like how involved like even if we didn't want to be associated with sex everybody already associates that with us mm-hmm. so it's like something that's just always like readily available so i don't know why you demonize somebody else for that when we're all black right like, it makes no and it's sense. so funny to me i've always found myself wondering why people who are allegedly straight are so obsessed with the sex lives of gay straight gay bisexual like the first thing that comes to their mind is the way they have sex and i'm like y'all are not thinking of the fact that these people are having regular relationships just like us they're having they're cohabitating like there's so much going on in their lives outside of sex but the first thing that comes to your mind is their sex lives and i'm like why and i don't think i've ever i actually i've never met a straight a gay or bisexual person who gives a fuck what's going on in our in in, in the straights in the the sex life of the straights that's what blows my mind about how straight people respond to bisexuality or homosexuality being portrayed in media it's like like, oh, my kids don't need to see two men kissing. They don't don't insert that in children's shows. Your kids have been watching Disney since birth, where people are making out constantly. Animated people are just making out. I was out just gonna say, I'm so glad you brought that up because why are we okay with seeing two straight people kissing on TV, but not two gay people? Because the reality is, is and I wish I could remember little kids especially little girls somewhere along the line because of all the kissing and romance that shows up in our media that's how they think they're supposed to show affection i'll never forget uh, or you you have people saying like oh my my son has a little girlfriend my my daughter has a little boyfriend or da 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 da." but it's if you see two gay men kissing on tv all of a sudden your child has been tainted and corrupted why are they they've been hypersexualizing kids you know they've been doing it how is it that you see two little kids and your first thought is what their kids would look like what but (laughs) also but also like you said deidre why is your first thought sex why is your first thought sex? Because when I see two straight people walking on the road, I don't think about how they fuck. I just be like, oh, a couple, cool. Mm-hmm. When I see two gay people walking on the street, I be like, oh, a couple, cool. Right. I don't be like, they, they must be fucking. Like, I don't, why does your mind cool. go yeah, there? Yeah, they're always wondering. And it's like, honey, if you want to give it a try, give it a try, but leave the rest like, of them alone. Leave, leave people like, alone. Like, jeez. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Also, you brought up about like, um, like stumbling upon like gay and bisexual porn because I used to like really like beat myself up about both of them. Like, like which one I would watch more, like which one I'd be interested in more. But the way they dehumanize women in a lot of um straight porn is so sad. Like, I do like straight porn every now and then, but I remember one of my I think one of my favorite types of like straight porn is like ones that like would look like it's directed by women. Like, um, sensual porn Mm -hmm. is very like you know like set the mood, very like yeah yeah like it's like slow like slow jams like a kind of like an r&b movie but like yeah an r&b movie that's so cute <laughs> no porn porn directed by women or for it's women is so like super artistic yeah. camera quality on point the women are the women are actually women coming by the way let's also the women look beautiful they <laughs> look more part. cared for oh, oh, it's oh, not oh, just oh, some oh, random oh, girl just yeah. throwing on the bed like but you know i'm glad you brought that up because even though and i remember um my i guess he's my ex whatever my ex and i talking about this he was very um confused because i prefer lesbian porn Mm. and he's like but you're straight i was like yeah he's like and he was praying that i was by and i've heard this like straight women like preferring lesbian he was praying that 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 was some window into me possibly wanting to be with women and i said i i don't enjoy straight porn only for his pleasure exactly and I was he was like well I just don't understand he's like you say you're not attracted to women but you prefer to watch lesbian porn I'm like because women actually get off in lesbian porn like it's made it's for women because when you watch straight porn all you see is some woman being slapped around a little bit rammed sucking dick for 30 minutes out of a 45 minute video she sucks dick the whole time she's turned over she's bent over he's ramming into her she's clearly faking it she's not having a good time (laughs) Like, and then he comes on her face. And that's, that's the saddest thing about, about it. Like, we're literally teaching children, we're teaching adolescents, we're teaching adults that 
for a man to, that have sex with women is literally to see them as an object. Like, there's so many tweets, yeah. and I don't know if you've about how, like, literally men just be masturbating with women. Like, that's literally it. It's like, they're masturbating. That's... And that's, that's what yeah, I noticed. When people have sex with a woman, they're like, wow, like, you actually, like, care. <laughs> like, if I'm... And I'm like, this is sad. Like, I'm like... <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay. About? Yeah, we, we're I'm, not having great... <laughs> it's, it's very good over here. This guy that I hooked up with yeah. once a long time ago, he doesn't know that I know, and I'm yeah. never going to say anything. Nobody's even going to know who I'm talking about. But there was this guy that one of my friends was trying to hook me up with. We talked for a little bit. We texted. We hooked up once. That was probably like the best sex ever. I found out later that he's bi. I didn't find out from him. This is why I found out that he's bisexual. I was like, just come back. Like, let's just have a life together, please. It adds like, up. It, it was oh my up. god but yeah. i actually and i feel bad for him actually because um she even found out by accident that he's bi i think he's in the closet i feel bad for him because i'm sure he chooses not to say anything because of what's going on in our community because mm -hmm. black bi men are not safe in this community like black like gay men they're obviously not safe but at the very least they have somebody you know what i mean acceptable like by like by, like like by a black woman because it's not that they're pursuing them they're not seeing them that like yeah because they see them as like they're they're being accessorized because you know it's it's helpful it, to have a gay a gay man exactly like, and, like, straight man and like but they at least have each other but he's clearly in the closet and he's by and i feel bad that he's i mean he he made he clearly has made a choice to remain closeted which yeah. I understand why he's choosing to remain closeted because it's like nobody's going to believe a straight black man when he says or a straight man period but especially a straight black man when he says he's genuinely attracted to men and women and I'm like the way that men the way the kind of sex we had that man is attracted to women <laughs> like, you, you know can't... the wildest thing I think <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of a lot of um a lot of men like a lot of black men would be be willing to experiment because like with men, with men, it's like there's less of an expectation, and and they just do all this manipulation to make women believe, you know, that you know they want to be with them when they just want to have sex with them. And I'm like, you, yeah. you can't say that because there's a whole culture around manipulation, mm -hmm. and and you know there's not there's not even there's not even like a um, social acceptance for women to just want to have sex. Like they have yeah. to like they have to be like emotionally oh, attached emotionally to it and all this jazz. So, otherwise, you're a whore. So it's like. Mm -hmm. It's like with men, you like don't have to have any expectations at all. You could fucking dip like, and that's like a, a, a man, a black man's dream, but they won't let themselves have that. So it's like, they so won't. there are women who exist who don't want anything more than some dick. And yeah. I'm like, he's like, cause I was trying to understand why do men feel like they have to lie about their intentions? Why do men feel like they need to lie to get some booty? And he's like, well, because if we, if, if we tell the truth, then y'all are going to leave. And I'm like, so what? For every woman who wants a serious relationship, there's a woman who just wants like, some dick. Find, find a home. Then it's about, it's about what their homeboys think. Cause then if they're fucking yep. a hoe, then it's, oh, she doesn't want anything more from you. Wow. Like now, now you just, you just like fucking thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, like, worry about you, my dude. Like, so I'm like, dude, I pray he's so he a lot of men really have deluded themselves into thinking that all women want serious relationships, none of them are interested in anything casual. And it's like, no, bro, there's plenty of women who yeah. only who they just need a little company, a little companionship. They don't even like you, they don't even they, like men, they like dick, they don't like men. Like, we need when we work on our merch that needs to be one of the things like i like dick i don't like men <laughs> and i had to realize that difference too because like again with my adhd like i'll get pursued a lot by men like i'll be turning down men every day and i'm like i don't like y'all like, 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 that i do not like y'all you, like, you know what's my problem though i'm like the opposite so i can fully recognize when a man is flirting with me i feel comfortable like entering a pursuit with a man a part of the reason why I have never openly dated a woman is because I do not ever catch on when a woman is fucking flirting with all me. The time. So cute. All the time. Listen oh to me. God. I have had it. I have had a woman, and this is when I was single, come into my bed while I was sleeping, start like rubbing on my shoulder, trying to get me to like have sex with her. And I was just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and then my my issue on top of that is that i like femme women right 
I am a femme. And I like femmes. Them. She'd be like, you're so pretty. You're so you're pretty. You're so pretty. <laughs> Femmes are socialized to be pursued. So if two mm. femmes like each other, yep. we're just waiting exactly. for each other to like exactly. Exactly. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. When I wow. when I went to college and I started openly talking about being bisexual, I literally had someone say, Have you ever had sex with a woman? And I'm like, No. And she's like well, you can't be bisexual because you've never actually tried it. So how do you know? Obviously, that's a very elementary way to think because, mm-hmm. it, again, it doesn't have anything to do with sex. You can be attracted to someone and never know what that's right. like sexually. So she was like, well, you've never had sex with a woman. So how do you know? But the reason I hadn't done anything with women is because I could never <laughs> fucking tell. <laughs> what they're trying to put. And this is, this is the same thing that I, that I say is like when you, when, and this is not even just ADHD, but in general, when you have all this option just right there without you even trying, you're more likely to gravitate towards that. And women are always going to be pursued. Like men are obsessed with the idea of, of bagging a bad bitch, bagging a bitch in general. So they'll like do extra overtime. Why are you doing extra work? And then when it's when it's like women, women like my, one of my best friends from high school, and we we talk about this all the time, like all the different relationships we've been through. And she was in this relationship with another one of our um friends back in high school for a really long time. And at the time, she couldn't even like be out because like she um she was afraid like he would get jealous and he was like already jealous for her with women and you know the way you know the way women like text and talk to each other like even comment on instagram pictures oh my god i love you so much i'm gonna marry you like oh you look so fucking good like imagine like an insecure boyfriend and he's seeing that shit and you like girls like so that was already a problem so then they broke up like they dated for three years and then she like she started like dating again and it was just niggas on her body like crazy i kept asking her like so when are you gonna you know with a girl and she's like i just never know when they're into me and i'm like girl everybody's into you <laughs> like everybody <laughs> like yeah it, and it, it's it's so the other issue of it too is that straight people have the luxury of the assumption that everyone's straight right bisexual and, and just queer people in general don't have that luxury so mm-hmm. sometimes you see a woman that you're attracted to and you can't just assume that she's also attracted to That's women. That's fair, yeah. I don't know how to open up that conversation. Um, yeah. And a- another difficulty for me, so I really, really accepted that I was bi. Like, I, I had known, but I fully <clears throat> accepted it when I was an undergrad. I had already started dating my now husband. My now husband's ex-girlfriend was also bisexual. She was openly bisexual. She actually cheated on him with her, who she claimed to be was her best friend but was actually someone that she was involved with, right? So this was, he he was obviously very hurt by this. This was just, this was like the worst possible fucking scenario yeah, for me to say, like, it, by the way. Represent, I'm also, when you when you end up with somebody, whether it's sexually, romantically, platonically, you represent that when they don't, when they haven't. Mm-hmm. So right. You haven't been friends with a bisexual person. You haven't dated a bisexual person. You've been hooked up with a bisexual person. Then all of a sudden, you're the spokesperson for Bobby. Yep. Like, yeah. You know, so she literally, she became like that spokesperson for bi women, but also she perpetuated every fucking stereotype you could, she, you know, and, and not to throw shade at, oh girl, she's living her best yeah. life now, but she was like hypersexual. She cheated. She did all this. So she assured him this person, like she broke every boundary Damn. that there was. Right. So for the first year of my relationship, I never came out to him because in my mind, I was like, you are automatically going to associate me with this person. Mm. And when I finally did come out to him, like I expressed that I was like, don't think that I am going to like cheat on you with another, like, it's not like that. Um, and you know, he, he actually responded to it. Well, like we've never had like any major difficulties in our relationship because I've been bi, but for other people, there's that assumption that I'm not monogamous and I'm like, I'm married. I, (laughs) I'm monogamous. Like, I don't, I don't just go find women and Steven's like, yeah, cool. Like that's not how it works. But yeah. that just that always was the assumption of like, oh, you out here hoeing because you like men and women. That means you got to smoke. So it's like wild. they think so we have like a married, buffet. Were you, were you married when he when you told him or? No, this was we, I told him probably like into like year two of our relationship. And then we got married like four years later. But and then that was the other part of it, too. Right. Is that although I had fully accepted and discovered that I was bisexual, I was now in this monogamous relationship with a straight yeah. man and could not fully explore that bisexuality so i've never openly dated a woman i have never had like full-blown sex with a woman so part of me is also like i 
want to experience that but i would oh. never try to yeah. have yeah. i would never try to break a boundary with my monogamous partner just to kind of like live that fantasy yeah so i mean porn is where it's at though like <laughs> just buy buy porn gay porn that's that's what i get i mean you never know i might be able to explore that in the future i don't know but so, yeah. can i ask you what um what did your i guess what did your husband think and what does he what does he think like now like what do you think what do you, what do you think when you first told him what does he like think now of it? or does he still like mention it so it was actually very interesting when i first told him because he, like many of us, grew up in a very Christian household, Christian black community. He yeah. had those conflicting views of homosexuality, which includes, you know, in his mind, bisexuality. Nope. So his best friend is actually a gay woman. And as much as he loved her, when we first met, he still he had one of those mentalities of I like gay people. I fuck with gay people. But because I'm Christian, I know where they're going, right? Like, I know what's going to happen Ooh, to them honey. Oh, at the end. So toxic. We used to argue, like, I argued that man down because I was like, this is such a fucked up belief to how can you believe this? How can you why, believe I, this? I always find myself wondering why would God create people that are doomed to hell? Why, if you really yeah, believe in signs, like, if God hates people, why are they gay people? Why are they winning? Like, come on. I see black queer people are the hardest people I see work ever in life. Yeah. You have so much against you. Like, yeah. come on. But also, like, doesn't the Bible just, like, l listen to all the, the Judeo-Christian rhetoric, right? Does that not sound like a straight man screaming into the void to you? That's just... <laughs> And you're not open with the Bible. You know I'm not involved with that. <laughs> and I'm like, like, and you know, fair. We have Christian listeners. I'm not here to like get into anyone's beliefs. Y'all know what my beliefs are. I am sorry. I get that y'all have this belief of who wrote the Bible and how it's been passed on. But every time I hear Bible verses, especially as it relates to homophobia, misogyny, I'm like, this just sound like a straight man yelling. Like, and y'all just eat the shit up. But anyway, so he he was like, you know, and it's. It's what he was socialized to believe, right? Yeah. I'm very proud to report that he has evolved like literally black and white from when we first started talking about it. But we had to have those conversations because deep down I knew I was bisexual the whole time. So mm -hmm. I was like, I cannot be with a person who thinks that I'm going to hell. Like what yeah. the fuck? But a part of me also thought because I grew up Christian, I grew up in a, in, you know, with a Pentecostal father. So the reason I had taken that long to fully accept bisexuality is because a part of me was like, I'm attracted to women. Oh my God, I am going to hell. Like mm -hmm. I am going to burn in hell. You know how crazy that is to think that you gonna fucking die because- Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Oh my gosh. I straight up thought I was going to hell. Every And it was funny cause like, you know, you, you get older, you start having sexual desires, you start watching porn. I wouldn't watch porn with straight, couples right i would watch like lesbian porn and bi porn and all that stuff and then i would get done and be like i am going to hell <laughs> so like, they fucked us up they really fucked us up <laughs> it's the worst it is the absolute worst which is why like i hate this whole like parents assuming that their kids are straight from the get-go or just like yeah. you kind of Yep. they make it seem like the gay agenda right is this horrible thing but how horrible do you think it is for you to possibly have a child who is queer and everything exactly. you push on them is straight right you assume they're yeah. gonna get married to a man if they're a girl you assume they're gonna have a boyfriend you assume this you assume that and the whole time your child like is in a room at night watching fucking lesbian porn because that's the only way they can get off like is yeah, it's it's insane. I wish people were more like conscious of that. Because yeah. there are way more gay and bisexual people in your exactly. life. I'm I glad you brought that up because I I wanted to ask you guys for because you know our generation are the parents now, right? We're the grown ups. We're the ones running the show now. What advice would you give to people who are raising children on how to be more inclusive? Because I know like for me, I'm very intentional and I've talked about it on the show. I'm very intentional about not being too heteronormative when it comes to Dylan and the language I use. So anytime I've brought up like hypothetical like marriage or what have you with him I always say things like you know if you decide to have a wife or a husband you know like I just I never make it just a one thing like whatever type 
type of person you choose to marry. And he's definitely like gotten in my ass and corrected me. Like I want a wife. And I'm like, okay. Like, and he, I remember him being like, why would I want a husband? I'm like, cause some boys want husbands. Like, Who's doing? My Dylan son. is her son. My son. So, yeah, yeah I, I have a seven-year-old. And so I'm very oh. intentional about not Love being that. too like heteronormative. I don't want him to ever feel like whoever he is is not welcome in this home. I don't know if that makes sense. But if by chance, I don't think he is because he made he told me he wants a wife, so whatever, right? <laughs> like, but if by chance he is gay or bi, I don't want him to feel like he has to come out to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I didn't have to come out to my parents as straight. So I don't think gay people, bi people should have to come out to their family as gay or, you know, I know it's a long way before that's normal in our community, but I'm like, my part to doing this is to make sure that he knows that whoever he is, is welcome in this home. Mm -hmm. And so what advice do you guys have for people who are raising children, how to be parents that make sure that they create and cultivate a, a, a home, a safe environment in that way? Because yeah, you can create safety by making sure there's locks and security systems, but how but do you like create emotional... that emotional safety for uh, your, your queer children, if by chance your children are queer? For me, I think one of the biggest things is just in general with inclusivity is surrounding yourself with that inclusiveness. And so like, mm -hmm. like all these like forms of media now that, that have all these different types of representation and like all the people who've been so used to like such a heteronormative like especially white like media mm -hmm. they're like oh they're doing too much they're throwing too much at diversity in one da, 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 da. and I'm like this is how the real world is like I'd be watching these shows and I'm like y'all are like insane because y'all will see like straight white people a thousand times on television and I see one where there's a black queer person and there's a disabled person and there's a Hispanic um immigrant like and it's like oh it's too much da, 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 da. you surround yourself with those people and like yeah. just being selective about who you allow your space with especially when when you are raising a child like because who you surround yourself with especially now like as you're collecting like you know your friends and your and your loved ones that you know we're going to be the closest to you those are going to be the closest to your child as well so yeah. like I think that's probably the most important part because you I mean you of course you, it, it starts with you like um having a having a, a, a um very open mind about you know whatever yeah. you're going through but also having somebody that your child can connect to if you cannot speak to a specific experience right oh. yeah i i definitely agree um i for example one thing that i can bring up is like transphobia right mm. so i remember reading somewhere a long time ago that the reason so many people are transphobic is because the majority of people <clears throat> do not know a trans person right yeah. they've never yeah. met a trans person so their impression of trans people are what's portrayed in the media in the media and mm. media prior to like let's say maybe the past year or two has been heavily transphobic heavily stereotypical and it's the same thing with like bisexuality and queerness right so Kalik makes a good point in terms of like making sure your children are exposed the other part mm. of it is just making it open conversation right like yeah I wish that there was room in my family to talk about things like sexuality outside of mm. just outward displays of like homophobia and queerphobia, right? Yeah. My only ever impression of my family's views on gay people was homophobia. So I automatically knew yeah. that there was no safe space within mm. my family to come out, to be open, to date women, to do any of that. So I think you don't have to like go above and beyond right like you don't have to sit your child down every day and be like you know gay people are cool like you don't right yeah that's i think that's unnecessary yeah yeah but you do have to make sure that there are just open there's space for that conversation right like you said you you've you've already given him the impression that should that ever change in terms of his sexuality he knows that there is a safe space in his home for him to come talk to his mom about it and that is like a vast difference from what most queer people, especially in our age group, have had. Yeah. Like, yeah. we knew from the get-go, hell no, you ain't coming home and telling right. your, your, your Catholic mom and your Pentecostal dad that you'd fucking buy. They're gonna lose their shit. Like, They're gonna lose it, yeah. You know so, what's funny? Yeah. I feel like a good starting point would just be, for one, to not assume that your child... Don't, don't assume your child's yeah. sexuality. Don't assume your child's... Yeah. I think that's a good start. Mm -hmm. We need to have a whole episode about that, like, what was your <laughs> sexual way Awakening as a child like for me queen latifah and fucking set it off i was like yo 
Why is my heart rate? It wasn't even Cleo. It was Cleo's girlfriend. I was like, why is my heart racing? She was racing? fine. She, she was fine. fine. I feel like Fuck. she's every lesbian's dream. That's just my personal. Well, life. first of all, Queen Latifah, I don't know if you ever are gonna listen to this, but if you ask me to divorce that man right now, Dana, I will. <laughs> Dana is fine. Dana is fine. She's everything. Queen Latifah is everything. <laughs> but no, but like Gaston was my dude. I loved me some Gaston when I was. I was definitely one of them oh. little basic blonde bitches in a, yep. in a cut talking about Subby so <laughs> But I mean, this is this is what I want people to like to understand and to leave with, right? Is that sexuality is such a understood thing mm-hmm. for the people who experience it, right? Like we've known, we've always known. There, there was no like. Oh, I think I'll like women today. Oh, I think I'll like, oh, I think I'll like both. Like, it just happens. And for people to still, in 2022, have these, like, preconceived notions about things, especially bisexuality, like, how old are we? There is too much education out there for you to be assuming that just because I like men and women means that I'm out here having a threesome every day. You know how exhausting threesomes are, first of all? We know that a lot of straight black men are homophobic right it's like an openly known Mm -hmm. problem in the black community but we tend to assume that because straight black women have like gay male friends or because we're just women right and we understand what it means to be marginalized that we're incapable of displaying Mm -hmm. things like homophobia biphobia and transphobia Mm -hmm. when we it it hurts more when we perpetuate it because we are raising those children right we are the matriarchs of our community so how can you as someone who understands what it is to be marginalized, then have a son who ends up being gay or ends up being bisexual mm-hmm. and perpetuate that type of, of, of phobia like in your household? Or how can you then look at a, a bisexual black man and say, I can't date you because in my mind, I associate right. it with this and this thing is like, like we need to check ourselves on that shit. Like yeah. y'all need to be having conversations about your biphobia because it exactly. is there. like yeah absolutely absolutely and so for me like I, I I do my best to be a part of those conversations and I I don't know what else I can do because for me I don't I don't force myself to be in conversations where people don't have an open mind so even like last week when I was on Clubhouse and that conversation was coming up and I felt like nobody was really willing to just try to open their minds I was like I'm not doing this like I'm not gonna try to force you to see a perspective outside of your own you know what I mean I'm gonna bring one up but then you guys are sitting here and like just chasing your tails at this point y'all are not here but but that's a part of it right is like not participating in those spaces not giving those and I don't I'm like exactly not not giving them Attention. So, Khalid, with that being said, tell us, like, where can we find you online? Where can our audience support you? Because, like, I love your TikTok. Y'all, he be talking about some real shit on there, okay? Y'all can find me at Bicon Living with a zero for an O um, and Kali.Q, which is K-H-A-L-I.Q on Instagram. Um, those are my two biggest platforms for now. So, yeah, shoot me a text if you ever see anything that you like. Yeah, of course. Um, so audience definitely go support that. Thank you so much for like taking the time out. Y'all, he did his research. I emailed him and he actually went and listened to the shit first to make sure we wasn't on some wild shit. And then he was like, yeah. And I also don't, I, I, I actually am starting to just start to get into podcasts, but I was like, the, the first one I clicked on, it said men don't deserve mics. I was like, yeah. Was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to come out the gate fucking swing. How- thrilled we are to have you like hey I said I've been talking about this episode for a while and we were like we cannot have this episode without there being a bi man especially a bi man of color and so when she was like I found someone he's on TikTok I was like yeah I mean she when she told me that you did your research yeah I want I want want more bi men like to exist on the internet and exist in in the public like public figure because we just don't have that. Like, I, that's really what I set out to build on the first. I just don't see it. And I've posted multiple times. And I have a pretty decent platform. Like, I am looking for black, you know, bisexual or pansexual men to have on this episode. I didn't get not one single motherfucking response. And you can't just go up to people. Like, there are people who I know are probably, you know, bisexual or queer I don't want to go up to them and say, hey, I think you're bi. You want to be on this podcast episode? Because Did one, I don't want to exploit you, right? Yep. I yep. don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I also don't want to exploit your sexuality for a, you know, a topic. So my next move was to like look up 
hashtags of like bisexual black men and see who's openly speaking about it you yeah. of all of the people who were using this hashtag were the only black man who was openly bisexual who was wow. talking about it i was like yo why are there no platforms for this like yeah. none none and you wonder why people aren't comfortable coming out aren't comfortable speaking yeah. about their sexuality especially black men but this is why there's there the only platforms that black men are given are the ones where they're allowed to be toxic. Exactly. Yeah, that's facts. And that's there's a lot of healing that's needed in our community before yeah. black. Like there's so much, there's so much that needs to just be gutted and thrown out. Yep. And we need to re- we need to restart. The bar because... isn't hell. Yeah, it is. It but is. But with that, you know, like, thank you for using yeah. your platform for that, because it's not necessarily the center of your platform, but the fact that you even created space for it means that there are mm. bi black men and women who are following you who feel like, yo, like this person gave me Absolutely. this space to talk about this. So, yeah. And yeah. I, I'm starting to see more pop up, too. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll send y'all some some new way, like people who openly talk about it. And I think that's that's one thing I love about doing it is like before it was I was the person that people would talk about behind their back like oh like he, yeah he's bi I heard he's bi and I would be tearing this for my friends and I'm like that's so weird like mm-hmm. like y'all know this but nobody would talk to me about it people would feel weird about asking about it mm-hmm. but when you make it so public that like it doesn't even matter whether they know or not mm-hmm. like you don't know that's on you it, it, yeah. it, it flips the um it flips the the control like it, it feels the so narrative yeah 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 then it's like then my narrative is being told by other people who are saying hush hush behind my back and I'm like that's weird Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're literally saying that the sky is blue, friend. Like, what's what's up? <laughs> like, oh, did you know she's bi? Yeah, I yeah. did. Thanks. With that being said, I'm gonna wrap it up here because we could talk about this shit all day. This is probably our longest episode of the season, and really? yeah, I think so. Wow. We can't cut nothing now. We gotta. We gotta. Leave it off. We can- but with that being said, again, thank you so much for joining us, for having this conversation. Like, you are dope as fuck. Like, I hope you know you stuck with us. Like, <laughs> your family at this point. Just that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, sure. for we, sure. We need to go live together, Kalik. Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait right. to like, get this degree. Like school. Oh my god! I can't oh. oh yeah. So yeah, like keep your head down, get your freedom, and once you free, you let us know because I know what yes. that means. Oh, I will. We're going on. All right. Audience, if you are listening to this, I want to hear all of your thoughts. Unless they're homophobic, then you can get the fuck. <laughs> I want to hear all of your thoughts. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday on social media. Page, if you want to see all of the video of this episode, you know that the people in the VIP section, also known as yeah. our Patreon community. And they heard it already, too. They saw the video yeah, already. They didn't saw this shit early. <laughs> they didn't saw the full video. They heard the behind the scenes. Like, they saw everything. So make sure that if you want that type of exclusive access and whatnot, and you want to keep the lights on in this bitch, you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Podcast. We are available on social media everywhere at Pod. You should notice by now. Um, and with that being said, Deidre, tell the people them bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kicking It family. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash Good Up Podcast.